July 23rd, Psalm 78, verses 70 through 72. He chose David his servant and took him from the sheep pens. From tending the sheep, he brought him to be the shepherd of his people Jacob, of Israel his inheritance. And David shepherded them with integrity of heart. With skillful hands, he led them. He chose his servant David and took him from the sheep pens. Here's a story from the sheep pens to the throne of an entire nation. And what's really cool here is that it's describing that he, he was a shepherd boy and then he became the shepherd of the nation. I think we forget we've, we've glossed over or, um, or we've made this like a warm fuzzy feeling nowadays when we think of David as a shepherd, but the shepherd in his time was really so lowly. I mean, very low on the socioeconomic ladder. And the image here is, wow, God plucked him out of the sheep pen, this lowly, lowly, lowly job. You know, some criminals weren't even allowed to be shepherds because they, it was just too low on the totem pole for them, even them. And yet God took a boy out of that dirty, low-caste place and put him in charge of the whole nation. It, there's a surprise there, but then the beauty, the redemption of it says, you know, the same skills that he had in shepherding those sheep, protecting them against the lions and the bears and caring for them, feeding them, leading them to green pastures, all those same skills of this lowly shepherd were useful then when he shepherded the nation. I was trying to think of a way to maybe paint a similar picture in terms we can understand. And here, here's what I thought of. It'd be like today, if somebody said, God chose a lowly janitor of a school who used to spend his days scrubbing toilets. And he made that janitor president of the United States. And now that janitor's job, that president's job is to clean up the mess <laughs> of our society. Wouldn't that be a surprise if every day you saw this, you saw the president speaking from the podium or whatever, and he kind of looked like a janitor. That's the surprise I think that we're supposed to see with King David. Isn't that a shepherd, that ruddy shepherd out in the fields? Look at him now. He's running the whole nation. Ah, but look, there's redemption. There's a redemption, redemption story being told here. Those same things that helped him as a shepherd. He's now leading us in the same way. Well, uh, now that you brought up David, I have to go and, uh, you know, it's so amazing. This description is one of the, I think, really one of the highlights of the Old Testament where Samuel is appointed by, uh, appointed by God to go and find the new king because Saul has been rejected by God. And he goes to Bethlehem. Uh, the the father of these many sons uh, is Jesse, and uh, Saul. And he uh, he's meant to consecrate them, and so Jesse, the father, lines up the sons probably in age order, uh, and I think there, there's as many as seven of them. Mm -hmm. uh, but the key part here is, uh, but when uh, they looked, he looked at Elab and thought. Mm -hmm. Surely the Lord's anointed yep. is before him. But mm -hmm. God said to Samuel, do not look at the appearance or the height of this, uh, of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees, 
man. Man, uh, man looks on the outward appearance, but mm. the Lord looks on the heart. And I am saying, wow. And it, it, it goes on and eventually David's not even there and he has to be called from the sheep pens and he comes and, and he is the one that's going to be anointed to become the next king of Israel. And the David stories in the Old Testament are amazing. Uh, and he has plenty of things to worry about and conflict and he sins, et cetera, et cetera. But what God says, and I think this applies to all of us, every one of us, what is in our hearts? You asked the question as we asked, and I think in, in uh, an earlier session, what is man? Man is in part what is in his heart. Hmm. And expresses itself through, you know, if you're an intellectual, you'll have 55 reasons for something, all of them uh, filled with, uh, you know, are, are wrong, mm-hmm. but they sound good. You know, or you hear a sermon, it sounds great, but Jesus isn't in it. You know, mm-hmm. so they, they, the heart is, the, is where the Holy Spirit fills you up. And suddenly, you know, your your eyes are open, just like Saul's eyes are open in Damascus. We're all blind until our hearts are filled with the Holy Spirit. And then we see this huge reality of the presence of God in the world and in our own heart. And at that point, we're truly walking with Jesus. But what we haven't learned yet necessarily is what God's compelling purpose for us is, because it does exist. No life is useless to God unless we deem ourselves useless by rejecting God. Hmm. 